There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. Think about that. Oh, yeah. Every in my eye. <laughs> uh, it's the morning after, and it's presented to you by Brown and Crouppen. Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, the Plowhawk, Ken Strode is back. Jackson Burkett. Got a new haircut. I saw that. He really got it closely cropped. Yeah, fade. Faded. Mm-hmm. Faded. I said, faded. I told Doug. I said, I, I went to the barber shop. I said, give me the Vaughn. Oh, you uh, saw Jerry the barber? No, no. Barber is across the metro area. No. About Doug's verticality. Yeah. So, you know, they You can cut it any way you want to now, can't yeah. you? I said, give me the Vaughn. They said, say no more. Oh. And then about 20 minutes later, I came out looking like this. Like Feeling a hot great. boy. Feeling great. And now uh, sharing a bunk with uh, Sweet Sweet Kai. Yeah, I hope so. Hope that is the case. You going to look for his gape? Uh, I guess with a gape, you wouldn't have to look for it. If it was a gape, it would, you know, pretty, pretty present. Mm. You're sharing a bunk or just a like a... Airbnb. I, I don't know the setup. I mean, it's an Airbnb we have, but I don't know the room situation. So we'll figure it out when we get there. But you'd be willing to share the bunk proper. Yeah, with Kai. He's my guy. Oh. <laughs> Doesn't that kind of ruin the vacation? Uh, no. You could be going almost anywhere, and if you knew, well, I got to sleep with this guy tonight, it would pretty much ruin the whole trip. Well, when well, is like, it okay to kiss a guy? It isn't. Saying sleep with this guy is purposely ambiguous on your part, Doug, and you're not going to sneak that past me. Just because we're sharing a bed or even a bedroom doesn't mean that, you know, any nefarious business will How many people on. are going? 20. And I always just 20. bought for what I wanted. How many bedrooms? Uh, not positive. I did not book the Sounds like a villa. It can't be a 20-bedroom house. Well, it's definitely not 20 bedrooms, but Eight there's a lot. It's a probably huge. not 10. It's, it's probably four bedrooms and no, no, no. seven to six rooms. Five, five, five gentlemen per room? There's not uh, four bedrooms. This is not a flop house. Well, you know, four bedrooms is, is hardly a flop house. So funny. It's, it's huge. Four bedroom house in Scottsdale wouldn't be a flop house. <laughs> what, for 20 guys it would be? No, it would just be crowding into a very nice home. When you go to rent an Airbnb, does it have, in, like in parentheses, flop house? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that, but I know that it definitely has more than four bedrooms. Can fit up to 20 dudes. Oh, well, it doesn't, it doesn't in Scottsdale this time of year. It doesn't say like fits twenty dudes and eighteen women. Like it's it's you know twenty people. Well, I don't That's think it. you're getting a ten bedroom house. So there's going to be some bedrooms that have three in them. Oh. That might be the case. I mean, we'll figure out. There's probably couches. <laughs> it's the least of my concerns. Do you don't, don't they put a limit on to how many guests can be in this house? And this one's twenty. Let me ask you this. Sure. Are you going to miss your friend while you're gone? Sure, but you know this is one weekend. Mm. I'm not going off to you know 
to war or anything. Do you have a maid? Do I have a maid? <laughs> no way. Does your Airbnb have a maid? Or do you guys I thought you were talking about his apartment. Or, or do you got to clean up when you leave, and if you don't clean up properly, you get a bill at the end of the stay? The latter. Yeah. Usually right. you can pay for a cleaning service with Airbnb, and that covers you. It's like usually a little bit less than the cleaning fee or like the if you like break somewhere something or other so it's almost always worth to do both clean it up and pay for the cleaning fee so you don't get banged at the end can you hear me dude <laughs> yes. again i did not book the airbnb so you and, guys, and herb did right uh no nope uh another gentleman did Ooh, how did he get there in his two bedrooms uh, then we would have a, a false advertisement thing on our hands yeah, i've we... seen pictures of it it's far more than two bedrooms me and my boys had a big wedding uh this was like 10 years ago, and we allowed one of our idiot friends, and I love him to death, but God, Jordan, I won't say his last name. What's his last did. name? <laughs> he, we, we left him in charge of booking the, but this is pre-Airbnb, by the way, so this is just hotel motel style. Um, and it's like, it was literally right next to a very active crack house, and it was the mm. most tense, weird experience of my life. So usually I like to take the reins of that moving forward whenever mm -hmm. we stay somewhere. But I'm not saying you're going to live in a crack house or stay in a crack house in Scotland. Whatever happened to this Jordan? Where is he now? He's still in Canton, grinding, oh, doing cement work. Flat work. I stayed in one uh, uh, when I was clearing markets for Bunyard. <laughs> um, I don't even Bunyard? know what that I can't even... I, I have no idea what that means. Steve Bunyard. I was clearing yeah, markets Steve. for him. Um, and I... It was mostly South Florida, but I had to stop in Orlando to try and get this radio station to pick up sports illustrated golf plus show and i always remember this hotel i went there for a drink one night during the pga merchandise show it was called tahitian village oh is it tanya roberts and the pool area had palm trees everywhere and palm ferns i said god we should stay here well i booked that hotel where did you when i went back for yeah. clear the markets and it was pretty much empty and they put me in the back of the hotel mm. And the door would barely lock. It was like creaking. You, you put the latch on, the thing is still opening up. Yeah. And there's a drug deal going out in the parking lot oh, with really? like nine people. And there's a fight breakout. I said, oh, my. I couldn't, I couldn't go to sleep. I was afraid to go to sleep because somebody's going to break into this place. I was like the only car in the back of this lot. Worst place I ever stayed in my life. Really? The pool was great, but the hotel was just... Tahitian Village. I was, I was frightened. I would imagine you down there in South Florida clearing markets. You were slaying the gals three, four at a time. I'm still, what's clearing up, like, like a market? Like, it's getting a, a station in a market to take a show. Okay. Called clearing a market. Steve Bunyard's show. Yeah, you got to say, you could have. Mike Kelly, actually. Is that right? Yeah. Tiger Mike Kelly? Mike Kelly was the uh, host of it. But in the one time. Um, what did Bunyard think when you came back without these markets was, being cleared? They were all cleared, but he was unhappy with the uh, where I was eating dinner every night. Where were you eating? Oh, I ate a place one. I think my bill was 150 bucks. Why would you do that to Bunyard? Well, it was fresh seafood right on the dock. Well, it doesn't matter what it is. I'm having oysters. <laughs> oh, I'd be so pissed about Bunsy. You having, can't find dinner for 40 or 50 bucks? I was having conk. It was a big night. Um... He said, why don't you just get a burger? I said, well, I'm in Florida. I want to have some fresh seafood. But I remember the only time I I smashed Jimmy Lipsitz. You know my friend Jimmy Lipsitz. You know him, Doug. They give you I ten nice-sized fritters. Yeah, they do. <laughs> That's at Guanabana's. Yeah. I Good punched fritters. him right in the mouth one night, 
at spring break. There's five of us. Who'd you punch now? Jimmy Lipsis. <laughs> there were five of us staying in one room. And this is just some rat hole right next to the, uh, I think it was right next to the elbow room, right on the right on the strip in Lauderdale. Oh, it didn't matter. That yeah. was so much fun. You right know, on elbow the rooms. Yeah. yeah, that's why you didn't care. Because yeah. you, you slept in there. That's all you did. Mm-hmm. But there were five of us and three of us in one bed. Uh, and Lipsis never took a shower. And I'm not saying anything derogatory. I won't say never, but he didn't take a shower. He got back. We got back from the beach all day. We were going out, partying, and he just put on clothes and started to leave. I said, dude, you didn't even take a shower? You just got, like, oil all over yourself. He goes, ah, who cares? We're just going out. Well, we all got drunk. He comes back, and he gets into bed. I said, dude, you got to take a shower before you get in this bed. First of all, you got oil and sand all over. You smell like crap. Go take a shower. He goes, I'm not taking a shower. I just punched him right in the mouth. How did he take that? I knocked him out, and he just slept on the floor. He was knocked out. Yeah, and he slept on the floor. Well, One half- punch from a powerful arm like yours, well, and pretty- a gentleman is knocked cold. He was half passed out anyway because he was drunk. And he just fell on the floor, and he slept there. Bloodied? Now, I don't know. Missing teeth? I don't remember. I just know it was, the, it was the worst night ever sleeping in a bed with all these people. Well, you punch someone in the mouth and knock them out. That's a big punch. Well, I said he was half drunk anyway. It didn't take much to put him out. And again, this isn't a hijack. We were talking about <laughs> staying in flop houses, five to a room. Yeah. I'm not staying five to a room. We did have five to a room. What was that noise? Jackson, you ready to knock somebody out if they misbehave while you're there? Uh, I don't think I've ever, like, legitimately punched another human in the face. No. So probably not going to start with one of my friends. Come on, babe. Put the bag <laughs> down. Put it in. You can't Drop make it. me put this thing Don't get Oh. That's what it sounded like when you <laughs> passed out the floor. on the wall. That was a nice callback, Flo. Mm, yeah. Take, Take a, a shower, one. babe. Ah. <laughs> Perhaps the greatest moment in local news history right there. I uh, you might have a, you got $1,000 now uh, for the 23 and me, right? That's, you've gotten that money, correct? Jackson yeah. had like an envelope, like oh, it was like Goodfellas it. in here on Friday. Now right. we just need that guy to send us the free thing he didn't use. I'm picking it up from this afternoon. Yeah. You got to 1000 bucks, huh? He did. He got it. He got a Jeezy. <laughs> wow. So when is this going to happen? I don't know. Whenever, well, I, whenever I get it, I guess. Well, you have to go through with it now. Oh, if they, people yeah. oh God. The money. Can you imagine? Oh, I hope you don't. I said I hope would. people forget. Uh, but we've got, you've got another revenue stream coming in here. There's a gentleman by the name of Mayor Don. Doug, did you cover Mayor Don? That was my barber. No. There in Mayor Don. Mayor Don. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He, is, uh, he says, can we get a Venmo set up to donate to cut Iggy's mic? I'm in for $200. And then, and then a minute later after that story, he's upped it to 500 So he's negotiating against himself. But Mayor Don is putting up $500 to cut Iggy's mic. For how long? Uh, Mayor Don, these are your terms. You can call at 636-9004-TMA or continue to text into the Jeff Lottman Compass Realty text inbox, 314-881-TMA5. Jeff Lottman's online at J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com if you're looking to sell or buy a home. So here we go, another revenue stream coming in. Yeah, I mean, we're getting ready to talk blues. You won't hear anything out of me then, so how long do I have to not talk? Well, you can chip in. I didn't see the game, so I'm not going to pretend like I watched the game and can break down a blue. I didn't see it either, but I'll bluff my way through it like I did. (laughs) I'm a professional. I'm not going to bluff my way through anything. Oh, dog, you just took a hit. (laughs) I'm not going to break down a game I didn't even see. Oh. 
Uh, Doug, the Blues have won five in a row. And how about the chances of winning four, three, four straight yeah. games? Cut by Mike Flausey and three. somebody well, <laughs> Three of them in overtime. I don't know how sustainable it is. But look, they are now in the playoffs. If the playoffs were to start today, the L.A. Kings and the Blues tied. Mm-hmm. Atop the Western Conference wild card standings after the Blues win it in overtime over those very Kings. Shen again. Uh, impressive run, really. They beat the teams they absolutely had to beat. Some good teams in there, too. They're playing with a lot more buy-in, Timmy. You like that? Yeah, they're playing more of a 200-foot game. Nice. And real they're taking nice. advantage of their opportunities. Nice, real nice. They're getting back on defense. I like the forecheck. I like where the forecheck is right now. And uh, they're playing the neutral zone has improved. And I think that's probably been the key, the fact that they're capitalizing on opportunities, playing better on the PK. But it's the neutral zone that stands out to you. The neutral zone, and I like their forechecking game, Timmy. Seen any the game over the weekend? I didn't see any of the games, no. (laughs) But there was a camera in Dallas that just was focused Mm -hmm. on the neutral zone. (laughs) (laughs) In western Canadian ranks. Right. And so, therefore, you got to see the Calgary game. People in Dallas were really enthused about the Blues game (laughs) in Vancouver. Yeah. Forget about the AFC. They go nuts about their stars, though. They do love the stars in Dallas. City, yeah. People Late 1990s bred yeah. some Stars fans, and then they got another run uh, recently. So uh, the Blues have won five straight. I think if you're going to look back on this season and they do get into the playoffs, it would actually start in late December when they had a run of the Stars, the Avalanche, and the Penguins in three or four nights. And while they lost those games, they were able to hang with those teams. And you're like, okay, well, maybe they'll just pack her in. And then they kept playing against some tough teams, beat the Canucks, best team in the NHL. That was on the fourth, much less beating them again. And then they had that run of Eastern Conference teams and picked up three points, beating up on the Rangers the night of our, uh, uh, I feel like we had an event on the 11th, but maybe we didn't. Uh, The Rangers, uh, 5-2, and then uh, a game they should have won against the Bruins. And uh, here they are with five straight now and uh, atop the uh, Western Conference wildcard standings. How do you do? Well, I'm fine, and so is the club right now. I like the way the goaltenders are stacking yeah, you got, in yeah. How about Hofer getting the start yesterday? Kind of a surprise there, but that's the uh, it's kind of the strategy Bannister has em- employed. It was a bit of a surprise that Hofer got the start, but nice. right now that's kind of the strategy that Bannister is employing, and that, is, that has helped him, Timmy. When you talk about hockey, you, talk about hockey, yeah, you call people by the Timmy and Duggar and you know, Plowser. <laughs> I was listening to the uh, Chris Kerber podcast this morning on my way to the station, and I think they were interviewing Steve Ott. And uh, do, do you know what Robert Thomas's nickname is? Uh, Tommy? Tomer? Tomer. Tomer. What about Justin Falk? Walker? Yeah. How do you know these nicknames? Well, I don't know. I thought the best was O'Reilly when he was here. They call him the Factor. On the Bill O'Reilly's <laughs> yeah. The Factor TV show. What did, uh, what did Kachuk call Oshi Furnace Face? Yes. Which is not nice. That <laughs> was bullying. That was bullying. Oh, you stayed with him, I think. Uh, Hunchback of Uncastle says, I can't wait for some 10 p.m. puck drop blues playoff hockey. Yeah, right now it'll be uh, blues and Canucks. Oh, I love the midday naps waiting for the game mm. to start. Yeah. Just getting in is fun. It would the be, man. It's the best. So great. Yeah. It's the best. Yeah, blues with the uh, second wild card as they've played one more game than the Kings. But uh, they've played one game fewer than the Predators and Kraken. And Flames, all of whom are within shouting distance of the Blues. So um, here they come. And if they can 
Get hot. They can keep playing the way they are in the neutral zone and, and keep up the four-checking game. They can and, win this, man. And continue to get stout net-minding. That's the key. Stout net-minding. I like their chances. You want to get Big Walt on the show tomorrow? Sure. We haven't had him on in a while. I miss him. Huh? What do you always say when he came? Or it was always when he left. Hey, thanks a lot, hey? Thanks a lot, hey? I think we had Larry Plo on one time. I think this was morning grind era and kind of were asking him some direct questions and he got a little uncomfortable with it. And then he goes, okay, thanks a lot, eh? <laughs> I know Walter heard that. I don't know so if he was a fan that. or not, but every time, I think he, if we had him on tomorrow, I think he might say that. Larry Plo used to send me and everyone else who was a regular covering the blues back then a thank you letter every year when the season was over. Thank you so much. He was really covering. a kind guy who he many really blues was. fans hated. Yeah, and they wouldn't have. Had they gotten to know right. him, they wouldn't. Yeah. But he made some moves that were unpopular. But it couldn't have been a nicer guy. Wait, wait, wait. The $1,000 was given to Iggy before he took the DNA test? That's from Mr. Licks, and it sounds like he's launching an investigation. Well, you didn't donate any of it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> he's on the show every day. Like, can't avoid these sads. But the testing will go through, right? Why wouldn't it? I don't know. People are concerned. I got nothing to hide. You're not going to find out I have any kids. So I don't know. It's kind of a waste. I don't know. What happens if you have, like, you come to find out you come from hundreds of millions of dollars. Wow, 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 wow. And you got a stake in that claim. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be awesome. And if I find out I have any kids, I'm not going to call them. How would your DNA tell you that? I don't How think would your DNA that. know the bank account of... Long, long I don't know how the DNA finds well, out. I'm not saying, hey, you're rich, but what if you find out that, you know, your great aunt Betsy was a, I don't know, she, she had Beethoven's. <laughs> what? They can't possibly tell you that stuff. I don't know how any of it works. I don't know how they can put my DNA in. They got the DNA of the entire world. And, hey, you got a cousin who lived in Lithuania back in Ooh, 1426. How do you know that? You got the DNA of this person in Lithuania? DNA well, on your chest. No. Yeah. Some of it I have questions about also how you know where even where the people lived. And Mitch Comstein has the answer. What's that? Uh, he's got the DNA test. Mitch Comstein's DNA test okay. company. I don't know how DNA tells you someone's address. Is it used? Imagine you, what, what, what one did you use? Oh, the Comstein. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to know why the guy put 500 bucks in to find out if I got any kids. It's your kid. Gosh, what if you do? <laughs> Twelve of them just running around You're in different states. Uh, we've got uh, another offer now uh, for $500 from uh, somebody in addition to Mayor Don. Uh, so that's now $1,000. Starfish Street says Mayor Don is on to something here. Can we just fund Boots' early retirement so we never have to endure this mind-numbing babbling? That's from Starfish oh, Street. Gosh. So uh, they're, raising, they're raising funds in the uh, Jeff Lottman text inbox. That's $1,000, Iggy. I don't know if these guys are Venmoing it what, or to what. Quit? <laughs> uh, to just cut your mic. How much would it take for you to get to retire if money was raised? 8000 I guess. We established that figure already. Yeah, 8000 would be... Some money in the bank that I wouldn't have to worry about bills for a while. Yeah, fifty thousand. Can't retire on eight thousand. What would you do with fifty thousand? Yeah, what about that? Somebody handed you fifty thousand cash and said, "Hey, go kick rocks. You have to go hang out in Maryland Heights apartment all day." That'd be good for a year or two. <laughs> 
Yeah, give me fifty thousand. I'll quit. <laughs> you, you would quit for fifty big ones? Can this be real? You wouldn't quit this. Show. No, I love my job. Yeah. I'm gonna say this is your this is your home. I think even if I had enough money to retire, I probably wouldn't because I'd be bored. Yeah. I mean, the, the funnest part of the day is coming in here for three hours. The rest of the day is just kind of boring as hell. How about that, Doug? It, How does that make you feel? And oh. we owe it to people to give them the hygiene tips. Oh, if I got 10 milli, I'm gone. You'll never see me again. That would do it? You'll never see me again. Yeah. Well, that would do it. You you could retire up at 10 milli. You could right. invest four of that and have that grow and have mm-hmm. six million. I mean, you could, yeah, that 10 would do it for me. Be out. But also, you'd find hobbies. I mean, I'd probably golf six days a week. Would you? Yeah, you, you find things that are a little bit less stressful in your life, yeah. that are more guaranteed assurances of returns on your investment if you mm-hmm. decide to still work. Yeah. Well, you'd be a high net worth individual. Although I saw in Jeopardy the other day, you have to have $30 million now to be considered an ultra high net worth individual. I see that. $30 million net worth is the uh, ultra high For net worth? ultra high net worth. Yeah, $20 million, poor. Yeah. <laughs> Try harder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So you think there's any chance that someone drops this kind of money on us for no reason? <laughs> Zero. What what brought this up? Oh, the DNA test revealing he's like from mm-hmm. an Arabian prince. <laughs> I, I just don't know how a DNA test can tell you someone's address from years ago where they lived. Scissor Me Timber says he's going to put in money as well. Okay. Look, things are starting to happen here. So what are they calling the, the retirement fund? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> they're just texting in that they're going to do it. I don't know if there's really any of your signing an agreement or anything this moment. I mean, Iggy, you gotta be excited about these streams of revenue coming in. How soon do you think we can get this testing started? Tomorrow. I don't really? Know how it works. I'm picking up the thing from Mitch Cumstein today. Oh, you going to Cumstein's? <laughs> you going right. to the Cumstein house? That's right. You going to the office or the? the going to pick it up. And I guess we can do it tomorrow. Do I have to masturbate in this thing? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine Saliva. that being on. one of the criteria?s you have to. That's a sperm in, the ba- in that bathroom to where people poop. If you'd like to. Ooh. It's up to you, but spit will do. Gosh. But if you'd like to masturbate into it, you're welcome to. Mm-hmm. Can no, you imagine you're not. if somebody clueless actually thought that? Like, what What are the workers? I guarantee someone's done that. Before. Yeah, like, what do the workers do? Like, they get their job every morning and get, they have like eight boxes a piece that they have to open up and put under a, a swab. Double or, glove. Oh. That's a lot of money to spend just to mess with somebody when they open it up. <laughs> Wait till they open this up. Oh, I think they, I think they might do it like legitimately, like, like they think that's the process. No, I'm, I'm with that, Jackson. I guarantee you there are people been just, did, you know, didn't read. They just yeah. saw the tube. I've told that story before when I was in Miami. One of the TV stations did a story on trying to help people detect if they had uh, colon cancer. And there was a home uh, kit that you used to take just a, it said, just take a tiny smear of a stool sample and send it in. And they'll send it to a lab. And if you've got it, they'll let you know. They thought they were saving lives. Well, people didn't read it closely enough. They weren't sending in just a smear. They were sending in the entire bowlful of poop in envelopes. And it began to mount in the post office. And the post office said, what is this odor that's coming in? And they, they had to shut the place down for a while and say, please stop. Stop I sending this I think even this little smear is a bad idea. The smell well, of that. That's, at least back then, that was the technology. That's what they Who had to do. would fill it up? I mean, oh. they, they're not sending you bowls. They sent you a little kit for all this, yeah, how you were supposed swab. to use this. But, yeah, people weren't using a swab. They thought, well, if the swab is good, an entire turdule would be even better, right? And, uh, nobody's doing that. They did it. They did it. 
And they had to sh they had to shut it, the place down for a while. I know they just want to swab. I'd rather just take a dump in the envelope. Well, they, I guess they didn't do it in the envelope. I think during the licking of the envelope process, you got to go, oh. this probably isn't the right way. I didn't yeah. do it right. Let me read the instructions. It got ugly there for a while. Hmm. People, the American public isn't real smart. We are dumb. Yeah. Yeah. I'm probably in that boat, too. Yeah, but I'm not sending poop yeah. in the mail, though. No. Oh. Well, I'm happy with the money. I just don't know why anybody would be interested to see if I have a kid or so. And if I, if it says I have two kids, I mean, the kids aren't going to know. They're not reading it. Well, we could contact them. Maybe put a video together if you're a reunion. Would. Oh, that'd be fun. Mash up a little bit of his Iggy's postcards. Audio the chance postcards. I probably didn't even remember the mom. It'd be funny to see three or four... People now in their 30s and 40s that look exactly like you come into the station, talk it over, mash it up. I guess we could call the kid and say, hey, we did a DNA test. I found out you're dad. You want to come into St. Louis and come by the studio? You want to do a, sound, pepper and you want to do a sound story? Ask I mean, uh, give you a little story of mine. Bring your own bottle of water. Ask if you've ever been cucked. Would that, what if that was the first question your estranged dad asked you? Have you ever been cucked? <laughs> you went cross country flight. Weeks of com conversing and mm -hmm. letters and texts, and like your first sit down at Applebee's, he goes, "You ever been cut?" Yeah, find <laughs> out. Like, who, what? I don't know who is your mom. Tony Lima's niece. Oh, nice. there you might were, be some you money were, in you there. You were conceived in Bermuda, buddy. Oh no, this is gonna happen, isn't it? <laughs> this is gonna happen. Away. Uh, Lefty Jacksmere. Now, another revenue stream, Iggy. I mean, this is the third one. F the haters, Iggs. I'll give you a double saw buck to stay. Where else am I going to get big life questions like, where does the first ocean end? Mm -hmm. uh, that is, uh, where does the ocean end? That's from Lefty Jacksmere. So you stay, you get paid. You leave, you get paid. You do DNA, you get paid. Well, Things are happening. A little difference. Guy said 500 bucks to quit. A double saw buck to stay. That's... A little bit of a difference there. What is a double saw about? 20 bucks. bucks. 20 bucks? Yes. Yeah. It's nothing to sneeze at. Keep your money. Harry and Lloyd are having a real big day today. Just a couple valedictorians talking science. Doug, that's from Milagro Tequila's Texture of the Year, Arbor Day. Okay. Can Swope run an analysis on the percentage of airtime Strode sucks up on Mondays? My running theory is that after 48 hours being off in solitude at the hovel each weekend, he's got all this pent-up nonsense in that brain. And unfortunately for Greater St. Louis, he has a radio show to dispense for the entire region to hear. That's some little Tommy Trivens. Why is Doug furthering this nonsense? Shut his mic off, too. <laughs> Call me after the show, and I can tell you all these stories verbatim. Don't ask questions. Oh. That's from Chairman Stephen Wildwood, and he won the Milagro Tequila Listener of the Year. Sounds like Steve's in for a sawbuck. Yeah, yeah, I mean, everybody is <laughs> contributing funds here in some capacity. You can contribute funds uh, by sending it to at TMASTL. Uh, that is the Venmo account, and then, of course, text in to the Jeff Lottman text inbox, 314-881-TMA5, and email in for our design air heating and cooling email today, the morning after, at InsideSTL.com. Jackson, why don't you tell people where they can wager on this upcoming game between the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers? Well, Tim, you can bet on this big game with the Circa Sports bill, app. Bill, Bill, Bill. Because the world's largest sports book in Las Vegas is now... In Illinois, that's right, the Circus Sports app is sports betting the way it should be with big app bets, high betting limits, tight money line splits, 
and the best customer service around. And of course, the Circus Sports app is available in the great state of Illinois. So check it out. Visit circus.com for more details and get ready to start betting like a pro. The big game is set between the Chiefs and the Niners. You can bet on that with the Circus Sports app. If you or someone you know may have a problem with gambling, call Wayne Hundred Gambler or text ILGAMB to 833-234. There it is. And if you are looking for, uh, if you are injured in a car accident and you need an attorney, you need the best one you can find. If any of my family or friends are ever injured in an accident, I want them to call Doug Biggs and C.D. Longo at Longo Biggs Injury Law. For nearly 10 years, Doug Biggs and C.D. Longo have been recognized as the top 40 under 40 personal injury lawyers by Super Lawyers, the National Academy of Personal Injury Attorneys, and the National Trial Lawyers Association. In a personal injury case, there can be a substantial amount of money on the line, and these guys know how to get you every last dollar possible. They're smart, they're tough, and they are aggressive. They routinely get high-dollar settlements, $100,000, $500,000, million-dollar settlements. You name it, they've gotten it while fighting for their clients. Doug and CD are local. They're TMA listeners. They're St. Louis natives. They're friendly, professional, and most importantly, excellent personal injury lawyers. They are online at longobigs.com. L-O-N-G-O-B-I-G-G-S.com. That's longobigs.com. Remember, the choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based uh, solely on advertisements. We are approaching the top of the 9 o'clock hour. We'll close out our 8 o'clock hour. Send your emails in for our design air heating and cooling email today, the morning after at InsideSTL.com. Jackson and I will head down the hallway at 10 o'clock. We think they'll be happy, but maybe they won't be. Who knows? I don't know. Until you get there. Uh, with the Blues on a winning streak and the Chiefs winning, I would think that that would be peak happiness, but maybe I'm off the they mark. They have to love the way the Blues are playing in the neutral zone. That neutral zone. Yeah. The Dallas neutral zone, Cam? Yeah, that's the kind of thing that they'll be talking about. And they'll be thrilled with the play there. Jeremy Rutherford with us at 1045. Then Jackson and I come back into the studios here and do QFTA, youtube.com slash TMASTL. Any question you ask, we answer. Uh, T. McKernan at InsideSTL.com. Erotic stories, criticism, hate mail. It's all welcome. T. McKernan at InsideSTL.com for QFTA. We will take a commercial break. Come back with our 9 o'clock hour here on the morning after. Presented to you by Brown and Crouppen.